This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters, Head of Retail Strategy at Acadia. And today I'm joined by a fellow colleague from Acadia, Logan Nielsen, who has been in the e-commerce space for 12 years, including on the brand side and agency side, working with Amazon, Walmart.com, eBay, Wayfair, and other marketplaces. As an Arkansas native, he's a huge Walmart fan and advocate for brands expanding to Walmart.com. Logan uh, previously was a retail account manager at Acadia and has recently joined the business development team as a senior manager. Welcome to the show, Logan. Thanks for having me, Kiri. How is Atlanta? How are you? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, things are good. Yeah, we're ready to talk about Prime Day again. For anyone who's been in this space for more than a couple of years, it's, uh, you know, like getting the, getting the armor on again to go back into battle once again. So every year we learn something different, something else breaks. We come up with, you know, redundancies and redundancies for the redundancies when something inevitably goes wrong on Amazon. So we're going to talk through what happened last year, you know, including the things that went wrong that we're planning for this year as well. And um, what's, what's new about 2023, both in terms of trends, capabilities, and finally close out with a timeline of what brands should be doing leading up to the event. You ready to get going? Ready to get going. And I, I will say Prime Day in 23, you know, there, there there are similar things year over year with how the event runs, but what's not similar is how the world is and mm. consumers and brands. And I, I would say the focus might be different this year. So for yeah. brands, it's a lot on, you know, the inventory side, um, with you know inventory at Amazon being very important, they have like the new capacity manager that they're paying a lot of attention to. But I also think brands just want to understand their customer, you know mm-hmm. how they interact on site and what's the journey. Mm-hmm. And days like Prime Day are just very valuable for that. Um, yeah, so excited to see what this year holds and excited to talk about it. Let's get right into it. So yeah, you you pulled some stats from a great report from Numerator, which gives us a high level view of last year. Give us some stats from that. And then we'll talk about what our experience at Acadia was like. Absolutely. Um, so something that sticks out the most is card value was up year over year from 21 to last year. Um, and even just speaking to like the macro level economy, I do think customers this year will want some type of deal. Um, people have less disposable income, so they'll, they'll be more picky than years prior. Um, but something else interesting is, according to Numerator, 90% of shoppers knew it was Prime Day. There was also a lot of other data in this report. Mm. Um, but actually, the, the main reason they knew it was Prime Day is from Amazon themselves, yeah. which is interesting because Amazon is so close-fisted on when the event is. Um, but it is speculated to be around the 11th through the 13th. Uh, but that being said, people know it's coming. And now they're at the point of they want yep. un, they want to understand what the deals are and understand how they can spend their money. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, there's you'd have to be living under a rock to not know it's Prime Day once the event actually rolls out. So from the Acadia side um, and your experience working with with your clients last year, what were some trends and 
overall themes from 2022? Trends with working with my brand is it's definitely a no brainer to participate in some way, shape or form. I mean, obviously you need to be strategic with profitability with your margin. Um, but there is some type of way that you can participate in the event. And with, with my brands, um, thinking of one brand specifically who leveraged a lot of external traffic to push it to their storefront and the deals we were running, mm. um, they had tremendous sales. Um, with my brands, I used a lot of coupons uh, and prime exclusive discounts. Uh, coupons have worked extremely well in my experience. Uh, prime exclusive discounts from a presentation standpoint are a lot better. Um, there are sometimes issues with those. So it's just a safe idea to have feed files ready to go. And we'll talk about that in a bit. Mm. Um, but with, with Prime, there's just so much more traffic. So my brands this year are anxious to learn. Like they want to understand how the customer does interact. And they also want to drive new to brand. That's something I've heard more than once. And also that is just as much of a priority as top line. Uh, which is interesting. And definitely uh, I have to pivot a little bit because I'm extremely sales oriented and I need to think of the customer a little bit more. Yeah. I think just to recap a couple of those points last year and in 2021 as well, there were a lot of, a lot more concerns around profitability for brands and uh, inventory challenges. This year, I think that a lot of brands have baked in price increases, which have allowed them to get back to a better gross profit margin on, on Amazon. Um, and a lot of the inventory issue, oh, there's still lots of inventory challenges. We can talk a little bit more about what's going on now and what the expectation is from Amazon. But in 21 and 22, a lot of brands had issues just getting products on the shelf um, in, in 21, especially. And then in 2022, um, sort of the fallout from that was some brands were overstocked. Uh, they hadn't increased their prices yet. So little, like a little touchy around Prime Day and actually running discounts and promotions. A lot fewer brands, a large number of our clients chose to not run any coupons or discounts. Each year it's a little bit different, like 25 to 30% on average don't participate for either margin concerns or inventory concerns. But this year feels a little bit different. Do, do you agree with that, Logan? You think that more clients are going to actually discount and run promotions? I, I do agree. And mm. I agree because with Amazon, you have to think about it holistically, not more so be fixated on what's my margin going to be for this two-day event, but more so how could this event help me for the rest of the year? Um, because at the end of the day, you don't take percentages to the bank. Uh, so it's just a good, good time to learn. And I mean, honestly, just with the, the murmurs and things I've heard from my brand specifically, they, they just want to learn. And I think Prime Day could be the accelerator for that. But on the same token, some of my brands have overstocked inventory that we don't feel like removing. Um, you know, with Amazon, we could remove it and send it back to us, but we've already incurred shipping on that. So it's also just an opportunity to clear things out for a deal, which is what people want. This year more than ever, in my opinion, with the economy being the way it is. Right. Yep. Makes total sense. Okay. Well, um, let's talk about some of the technical challenges from last year. We had some uh, issues, well, not just us, but like a, a lot of brands had some issues with promotions. Can you talk a little bit about what happened there? So last year, a lot of our brands with the prime exclusive discounts and even other types of um, promotions like lightning deals, um, the other, other types of placements. There was just issues with them either showing up late or being suppressed. 
there's so many parameters that come into play when it comes to running a lightning deal. Um, I know with like lightning deals, if your allocated inventory reaches a certain amount or your discount percentage is messed up, it, your deal can get suppressed. But more specifically with the prime exclusive discounts, there's also a lot of parameters around those. And even just getting those approved can be uh, an issue. But even once they are live, we've seen them be suppressed right. and things like that. Yeah. So we, we love those deals. And honestly, they're a lot more compelling, but it is very important to have a backup plan mm -hmm. because once the event is going, you cannot rewind time. Mm -hmm. So to mitigate any type of missed sales or missed deals, it's just good to have maybe like those feed files at your disposal. Um, but yes, long story short, we did see some problems last year, but there are ways that you can plan around them. Yeah. Yeah. Every year we do a prime day recap and we share what went wrong, what happened, you know, some trends from across our client book and what we had from our blog last year was uh, prime exclusive deals had been set up and were working at the start of the day, but then they just disappeared from the product display page. So we set up coupons um, that there wasn't any time to troubleshoot with Amazon support. So we set up coupons instead. So that really requires, like you said, um, just auditing throughout the day and, and checking. And then but we also found that coupons themselves were not immune to those issues. We experienced glitches where everything was set up in Seller Central, coupons were showing up, but were not actually showing up on the product pages. So then from there, we had to actually create a price reduction and get the discount notification to show on the PDP. So we have like redundancies on top of redundancies for ads, for promotions, and just throughout that event need to be checking the front end as well because Seller Central or Vendor Central turned out to not actually be a source of truth of, of that. I agree. And truthfully, just being uh, really just like treating this day as one of the Super Bowls of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, Amazon has invented this day uh, as kind of a way to artificially increase sales um, throughout the year. Mm -hmm. There's obviously a lot of sales come at the end of the year with the holidays, but this really is an important time to set yourself up for the last part of the year. So you want to be as prepared as possible. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about what is going to be new and different this year. I want to actually kick things off here. And we've got a separate episode with Ross Walker, who's on our uh, retail media side, where we talk a little bit more about Amazon Marketing Cloud and how a lot of the features in Amazon Marketing Cloud are fairly new and will allow us to get a lot more insight, like you said, on new to brand customers, Logan. We can get a much better picture of who's new to brand. We could target them later on. We can get, get a better idea of whether our um, prime campaigns were driving new to brand customers or not. So I'm super excited about what Amazon Marketing Cloud can do for us that's new this year. I'd love to hear from you about what's going to be different in 23 versus last year. I do think having just a concrete strategy, just like any year, is going to be really important. I'll speak on behalf of you know, the brand side of things. Uh, Amazon has kind of flipped its inventory system to a full 180 or 360 or, or whatever the degree would be. Um, it's, it's, tre it's treated differently this year than years past. So before Amazon has treated the IPI score so importantly, and it still is a factor, but they have this new capacity monitor to where they cap you at these very small limits and you have to bid for more space. So it's basically what brand is willing to pay the most. So I actually had a call with an FBA inventory specialist where he actually broke down how it works and the biggest takeaway for the brand 
is to maximize sell through just period, not on overstocked items, not on slow movers, but if you can just overall increase sell through, you will get increases. Uh, this is actually proven with one of my brands specifically. Um, we just focused on moving as much as we can of the top movers. And we got a 70% increase in storage month over month while still having overstocked product. Uh, so Amazon just wants to see overall volume and demand. Uh, there is obviously still incentive to clear through kind of the closeout types of items because there's long-term storage fees and, and other factors, but just making sure you're maximizing on sell-through, which is what Prime Day is for. And it's it's one, one thing you could use Prime Day for. So mm. definitely being mindful of that with the capacity monitor. Yeah, that's a really good point. That is a pretty significant shift over last year as well. Yeah, any other, other trends, tools, capabilities that are new you wanted to call out? Um, I, I have a couple more just call outs. I think the consumers this year want some type of deal. So being able to please them mm-hmm. with something um, and it doesn't have to be the biggest discount and even on your hottest item, but people want to feel like they're getting a deal because they're going to go onto other people's PDPs, onto Amazon. Yeah. They'll be bombarded with deals. Right. So just making sure you stand out in, in some type of way, but especially with the economy. And I'm no expert in that, but I know speaking on my, for myself, you know, people's living expenses are, are so much more. So they want their dollars to go the furthest. So just making sure you're offering something. Yeah, um, I think that's a good point. And it doesn't have to be across your entire assortment, but we're going to share a little bit more about this perspective that we have about really focusing in on individual ASINs and looking at each ASIN um, as its own sort of with its own marketing plan, essentially. And so the the promotions and discounts that you choose to include can really be quite strategic at the ASIN level, depending on things like, is that a hero product? Are you finding through Amazon Marketing Cloud that that's actually a gateway product to the rest of your assortment? Or, you know, is it very practical from the perspective of it being highly profitable or a product that you need to move uh, units on? So yeah, it can be, you can be quite strategic with how they're promoted, but Certainly for brands who want uh, are tempted to sit, sit it out, we don't want to participate, we don't want to discount, we don't, don't want to do this. Like you said, Logan, people are, people are saving up for Prime Day. They're delaying purchases because they know Prime Day is coming up. And if you're sort of not coming to the party with something attractive, your competitors are likely going to be running campaigns and discounts and those often show up on your product detail page um, because of the way that we're able to run ads dynamically on PDPs and in search results. So just be aware that you might sit out the event and save a bit of margin, but you might sort of be redirecting one of your customers over to a competitor because they they were actually running a deal that day. I agree. Long way of saying, <laughs> long way of saying it's, um, it makes good sense. And in my conversation with Ross more on the advertising side, he was uh, saying that Prime Day and Prime Early Access sale later on in the year, those were actually the, the biggest peak days um, on, on Amazon. That might not, that's obviously not the case for every channel, but certainly bigger than Black Friday, Cyber Monday as well. All right, Logan, let's talk about sort of a countdown of things that brands should be doing. We're about two months out from the event, maybe a little less, depending on when this episode goes live. But 
two months out, what should brands be doing? One month out and then sort of two weeks through to the day of the event, what needs to be happening then? So let's start with two months out. What, what do brands need to be thinking about right now? So two months out plus add on a day, let's add on yesterday. So the time to be thinking about inventory uh, was definitely yesterday. Uh, so if you haven't thought about it yet, what, what, what a great time. So even just starting from your manufacturing capabilities and your fulfillment centers and making sure they're aware of some type of spike. So, you know, maybe you have some type of internal forecast or something. So just making sure your production capabilities, um, it's obviously a little bit harder if you're working overseas but especially in the US with 3PLs and things like that, making sure they're aware of what that spike is going to be. Um, but even more concretely, at Amazon, June 15th is the FBA inventory cutoff to make sure your inventory is at the fulfillment center. So not just making sure that a shipment is created, but if we were to take Amazon at their word, let's try to take it seriously and make sure that inventory is there by the 15th. I mean, I have seen in my personal experience you can still sell units that get there later, but you really just never know and Amazon could be more strict with it. So make sure the inventory is there. And then in other markets, so think Canada, UK, Mexico, June 27th is the cutoff. Um, and that's even oh, really from like a supply chain perspective, that takes longer. So making sure you're ready to go, making sure those shipments really at this point are probably on the way there. Um, but yeah, making sure your inventory is squared away. Um, and here's something else too, is making sure you have some type of merchant fulfilled capability in place oh, that's for, mm. for Prime Day, um, because there's going to be this moment where it's sometimes like the dog item does the best. And it's like, oh my gosh, I ran out of inventory and we're three hours into the event. So just making sure we you don't miss any types of sales or anything. You just try to capture as much data and sales as you can. So making sure you have some type of merchant fulfilled yep. thing in place. Great. Um, also, uh, so also uh, along, along with inventory, making sure your optimization projects are, are front of mind. Um, even, you know, we're working with different brands and, and even those brands have different creative agencies or whatnot. The, the actual lead times can just take so long. So just making sure um, whether or not you're working on like an above the fold optimization project all the way to a new video or a new brand story module, making sure those things are moving right now so you can be squared away for the event in July. Awesome. Okay, what about one month out? Uh, one month out, you're kind of in the, the wrapping up stage, like I said, with those optimizations. Uh, and really at this point, you should be having your promotion scheduled in Amazon. Uh, I, I may or may not be guilty of this, but definitely want to make sure um, not waiting till the last minute to get these things scheduled. So giving yourself the time, the due diligence for something to go wrong. So just making sure if it's like a prime exclusive discount or a coupon that it's squared away in the system. Um, also that you're working internally, you know, like within your brand, uh, just to make sure like you have all your strategies in place. So maybe it's like an external traffic type of strategy or like an email campaign, uh, just making sure those creatives are good for like the email or, or, or really anything. This is your time to wrap that stuff up because once you get two weeks closer to the event, which we'll discuss uh, probably a little too late and you may not execute the best. Mm -hmm. um, something else that comes to mind is even having your storefront uh, prepped and ready with maybe some prime day related banners or uh, like a homepage and just making sure that is squared away and ready to go. 
This podcast is brought to you by Acadia, a trusted partner for challenger brands who are looking to make the best use of every marketing dollar, whether that is through SEO, performance media, Amazon and retail media, analytics, or organic social. To learn more, visit acadia.io. That's A-C-A-D-I-A dot I-O. Good stuff. All right. And then thinking about two weeks out from the event and through to the day of the event. So hoping that you're listening to this podcast well before Prime Day, um, because when you're two weeks out at this point, your inventory is at the Fulfillment Center, your promos are ready to go. But this is really your time to do a thorough check and an audit of, okay, did my coupon get suppressed uh, in like the feed file? Or did my Prime exclusive discount, did something go wrong? Uh, And really doing your due diligence by combing through your PDPs, uh, whether you have one ASIN or 200, just taking the time, making sure things are clean, um, especially with like the optimization efforts. If you created some type of new brand story or A plus, or even above the fold, making sure that stuff made it live. So use this two weeks, hound brand registry, hound seller support, and just make sure you are ready to go for the event. Because once the event is started, it's a little too late to get a lot of these things fixed. So just really setting yourself up well to succeed. Great. Um, and you know, things happen during the event nightmares, um, do happen. <laughs> so, uh, maybe you could just in, a, in the next couple of minutes, just share a couple of the, the th- things that have gone wrong over the years that you've seen Logan and how that has informed, um, how you prepare for it. Really the first thing that comes to mind is pricing and inventory, mm-hmm. uh, even making sure, and this is kind of like a whole nother point, making sure like your retails and your MSRPs are good to go um, with like price parity. So imagine like you're a brand that you're on your D2C, you're on Walmart and Amazon, just making sure you're going to retain the buy box even. So making sure like your pricing is uniformed. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as PTSD and, and nightmares have definitely played in deals that have been suppressed. Yeah. So it's kind of the all hands on deck. What can we do to get this promotion back up and running? And really nine out of 10 times, if you did the thorough planning and auditing, those things can be avoided. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always things out, out of your control, but I would say kind of our emphasis is now is the time to prepare and now is the time to have plan A through plan Z right. and just hope for the best, but plan for the worst, Kiri. Maybe that's a, a good way to put that's it. That's a good way to put it. And I think that, you know, if, if this is your first prime day, just being aware that things, things break, things have broken practically every year. And, um, to be very, just on, on, on call, uh, ready to go, ready to pivot. Um, it's, you might have everything set up correctly, but just be ready to, to react, uh, when something, when something happens. Logan, thank you for joining me today. Looking forward to Prime Day. I'm going to, I'm, I'm like most people, I'm going to be on Amazon saving stuff, adding things to my cart. Um, one word of caution is that with whether with ads or organic traffic, you might see a decline in your conversion rate over the next couple of months leading up to the event because people know it's coming. They might be delaying some of those non, um, non-essential purchases until Prime Day. And then we see things really pick up, provided you're running some good deals and stuff like that. 
So um, expect a little bit of wonkiness in your performance reporting over the next couple of months as we get closer to Prime Day. Yes, I'll always expect things like that. But I will say, just speaking, coming back to the brands I'm working with, yeah. there's a lot of excitement. There, mm. there, there really is. Brands are very, uh, you know, brands are so invested in their product and their story. And using Prime Day, um, it just really accelerates all of that. So, I mean, the brands I'm working with are so excited to not only reach customers, but get the data yeah. and also just push more product out. So brands are excited. We need to be excited as well. Uh, I certainly know Kiri and I here at Acadia are, but just get ready. It's going to be a great event.